This episode of the podcast is brought to you by All Franks Day, the day where all the Franks rise up and take revenge on their enemies. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) There is evil at work in the land to the west, Prince Ashitaka. It's your fate to go there and see what you can see with eyes unclouded by hate. You may find a way to lift the curse, you understand? Yes. And here we are again, (laughs) dear Frank, once again to talk about anime. And I know Studio Ghibli. Yeah, I've heard of them. You've I know the significance Hayao of them. Hayao Miyazaki. I know Miyazaki as well. I know how significant he is in the anime world. I forgot you actually did watch like a couple of his movies. No, nope. you didn't watch Totoro. No, I didn't watch Totoro. Oh. But I know of it. It's Again, fun. It's fun. I, I I picked a Studio Ghibli movie where I thought that you could still be intrigued by it. Well, and I appreciated this one because it was more adult. Yes, that's why. And childish. I could have went Grave of the Fireflies. I don't know what that is. It's the saddest movie ever. Oh. If if you watch it and you don't cry, I feel sorry for you. You're going to hell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> and I almost picked that one, too, just because I knew like it'd be something you would be interested in. Maybe I, maybe I would have liked that better. I didn't love oh. this movie. I'll be honest. Okay. I didn't love this movie. That's... F- All right. That's <laughs> Let me let me run down like the you go, shit. Yeah, I think you should go down the list and also the synopsis. Really? I think so. You don't want to do it? I mean, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. But I think I think you're probably better at telling it than I would be because you've seen this movie probably a lot more than I've, I. I've seen this at least five or six times. Yeah, I think you should probably go down. <gasps> go ahead, My time. Go, go crazy. All right, so Princess Mononoke is what we're doing today. Yeah. Uh, made in 1997, directed by Hayao Miyazaki, mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, and and we're going English dubbed. Because you are, I'm not. I went full blown Japanese. Did you really? I did. I went subtitles. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I I tried to do the the, the dub version. <laughs> yeah. And the voice acting was awful. Well, and I was like, I can't do this. I'm just gonna go. Well, that's how it was with the. Akira. Akira too, and yeah. you, you were like Akira. No, Akira was okay. There were certain people in that movie in, in mm-hmm. Akira, like the children specifically in mm-hmm. Akira were awful. Yes, but absolutely. Overall, it was somewhat tolerable. Mm-hmm. I could not stand. As soon as Keith David started speaking, I was like, "This," is, I'm like, "This isn't gonna work." I love Keith David in this film. <laughs> I was like, "My warriors, <laughs> they've um, come back to me." <laughs> so I went actual Japanese, and then I just did the subtitles. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I went dubbed just because Studio Ghibli gets a pass for dubbed anime because I grew up with it, watching it on Adult Swim when I was a kid. So it Toonami. gets a, yes, Toonami. Thank you. It gets a pass. So for that, we have Billy Crudup. Wait, no, that's Billy Bob Thornton. I think the, I switched them. Yeah, you did. I did. So Billy Crudup plays Oshitaka, who is the main character of the male. <laughs> M-A-L-E, not M-A-I-L. <laughs> Mail call here. <laughs> uh so with that you have Claire Danes who plays San, who is technically Princess Mononoke. Yeah. But we're not gonna go there just yet. You have Billy Bob Thornton in this film. Right. Who plays Jigo, mm-hmm. uh, who is like the warrior for the lady. Uh, which is Lady Abushi, who is played by Minnie Driver. And that's actually that's her real name. name. That's, that's a, a real, real name. fucking name, <laughs> Mini Driver. You have Keith David playing Otato. Yep. And you have John DiMaggio playing Gonza. Yeah. So, and then you have Yakul, the deer. 
the deer. Which is just his steed. Which is his steed that he rides around Pretty on. Pretty nice. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> like him. He didn't leave. Uh, he didn't <laughs> well, all right. So um, do you want me to go over the synopsis or do you want to do it? I think I can handle it. All right, it go this ahead. Time. Go crazy. So the story basically for this film is that Oshitaka is a villager. He's actually like a prince. And one day they... No, You're fucking I'm, up. I'm bad at this. <laughs> You're fucking up. Go, go on, and then I'll I'll fucking chime in when I know things. All right, so I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave you to do the the. So it's Ashita, Ashitaka. Yes. Okay. So he is kind of like riding around one day, and there's this demon boar that shows up. Yes. And it's gonna like ravage the town because and demons and gods are in this world. Yes, and they're all they're all doing nature, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So a demon boar shows up, and Ashitaka's like, I got to take it out. So he's riding around on his trusty steed, and he, he ends cool. up getting caught with the black worm-ish things that mm. surround the demon boar. Which is a curse. It is a curse, and it it, it uh, grafts, I believe it's his left forearm. Right. And oh, Okay, so it's his right forearm, and it grasps him. And he ends up taking out the boar, and then inside the boar, they find this little metal pellet. Mm -hmm. And he basically uh, goes back to the town, and I guess it's—I guess now that he has like this scar on his arm, he's viewed as like unpure or like unstable yeah. in some way. Because so then he, he will kind become of a, a demon. Yeah. So then he's kind of like shunned from his town, and then he stumbles upon. The Iron Town, mm -hmm. and the Iron Town is all like industrialization, and you know, uh, you know, basically just money, 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 and he goes yeah. there, and then it basically turns into a battle between nature and man because man is kind of destroying the earth, mm -hmm. and earth is pissed off, and the animals, these these gods and demons really d dislike us a lot yeah and we are trying to uh they're, well they're trying to take us out basically while we are just trying to take them out and meanwhile oshitaka is just trying to like keep the peace and trying to bring everybody together where it's like men and women can live with nature right because and then princess mononoke <laughs> shows up, but is it, they don't call her that. No, it's not her name. Her name is San. Yeah, so San shows up, and she is basically a character who has renounced her humanity. It's kind of like the best way I can put it, where well, she hates humans. She has the soul of a wolf spirit inside of her. Right. And she... But she... I guess getting <laughs> getting there though is she like, like yeah, a, she, initially she renounced her humanity, went to go live with the wolf god, and then is like, well, I'm going to go live here now. And then she becomes like their queen or yes. their princess, I guess. Mm -hmm. And she also hates humans, even though she is a human. Yeah. But she's been living with them long enough where it's like it doesn't really count. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like they, they talked about where it's like her parents basically just like left her for dead when they saw the wolf god. Yeah. And... It's it's an interesting aspect where it's like there are different animal gods and they're all trying to preserve like parts of the forest and like they all own individual like areas of it. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea is that like Lady Ibushi wants to destroy the forest to get more iron to build more, more weapons. And it's all centered around the forest god himself where if she kills him, 
all of the animals just basically become normal animals again. They're no yep. more. They're not gods anymore. Yeah. And then she can just freely take over. Which and boy, oh boy, does that neck explode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I have I have a small issue with the forest god's face. It's uh, fucking freaky. It's weird, right? It's very weird. Like when when it gets shot in the end, and it just goes. <laughs> well, no, not the one before that where she first shoots him oh. and his eyes just kind of go oh, sideways yeah. and he looks yeah. more goat like. And yeah. I'm like, okay, fine, use that design. <laughs> Want that one yeah, for like yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when his head explodes, it's, it's, it was a. Yes. It's funny. And then you have Oshitaku who like kind of almost has like superhuman abilities from the curse. Correct. Where like he shoots his bow and. And he just takes the guy's arms completely off. Right. And later on, when he takes off the guy's head with one shot, and the other guy is like, "Nope, fuck this. I'm not going after yeah, him yeah, anymore." Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I it, movie <laughs> movie not sit well, Frank Wise. <laughs> the movie for me, I enjoyed it, and I also kind of enjoyed, I guess, the messaging behind it, mm-hmm. uh, because it's kind of all about, "Hey, stop destroying your planet, stupid." Yes. It's kind of what it is, right? And Which I think the does movie a lot better justice than like some of the other movies that I've picked, where it's kind of the same concept, yeah. and you've hated it. Yeah, where it didn't really like translate that well. Yeah, like Pacific Rim. Like Pacific Rim had like this whole so weird. <laughs> it, it had like an idea of like you know stop destroying the Earth, where this kind of went a lot better like nature wise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of like Mother. Arnofsky's mother that we watch similar to that where it's like hey we humans just kind of come in and do whatever the fuck they want and don't have and they don't care about anything else yeah if you want to say that that's fine I'll, I don't get it but yeah sure whatever I don't see your I point. think you're too stupid <laughs> to get it I'm getting mad now <laughs> um, anyway yes uh, yeah so I mean I, I appreciated that aspect mm-hmm. of the movie I did like that and we'll discuss further on like mm-hmm. what I didn't like but let's kind of discuss I guess the stuff that we did like, and the, this kind of like the characters and who they were and, Son. and all that. I want to start off with Son. Okay. I, in, you are in love with her. No. you like a, you're freaky. You like, you're, <laughs> I like wolf girls. <laughs> I don't want to hear this bullshit that Zach's a furry and whatnot. <laughs> but that shit's hot. <laughs> no, um, I, because you haven't seen like a lot of like Studio Ghibli movies, Hayao Miyazaki does this incredible thing in every single movie where he builds such a strong female role. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a perfect example of that where like San is like a very strong independent female character who knows what she wants. She goes after like everything that she believes in. She does it in a badass way. Where, especially with the mask, I like the mask because that's very synonymous with this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not like an actual like love story where like you see in a lot of films where they kind of have like somewhat of an interest with each other, but it really doesn't end up becoming anything. Yeah. And it's all because like San like chooses like this is my path and you're just along for the ride and you're just kind of here. Yeah. But she does save his life. She does. And then he saves her, so, like, you know. Yeah. Debt repaid. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Goodbye now. (laughs) Back to cutting down this tree. (laughs) I'm Uh, off to cut the limbs of wolves. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, I liked I liked her. I thought she was really I thought she was cool. I, I like the action in the movie. Yeah, uh, the action's really. I think the one thing that dynamic. I I think uh, that I uh, I didn't I don't know if I don't know how well. Or I don't know. It's it's weird to see to talk about the way somebody directs an animated movie mm-hmm. because there you're not physically there holding the camera recording these. You're, it's all you know through. Well, I guess in 1997 it was probably all like hand painted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what and are they called? Drawn, like yeah, and then they like actually animate them, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. And uh, I mean that alone is just a, like you know that's insane alone, mm-hmm. but. The editing in this movie is really good. Yes. The way that he edits his shots and the way that he puts the camera in certain places and, and you get to see everything. And I don't know, like just like the, the it's it truly is like masterful editing. And you have like beautiful shots within the film as well. Yeah, the movie is very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was really taken back by like when you when you when the when the opening act when it's Ashitaka like you know riding his whatever thing that, that deer They're cool thing. yeah <laughs> uh when he's riding when he's riding that around and the demon boar shows up yes the demon boar is cool yeah how it kind of like it's spider walks everywhere yeah and then like the the worm things like regress and then you mm-hmm. get to see the boar inside of it uh, and then like it go, it fully takes on over again, and then it's just really cool. It's actually like pretty terrifying. Yeah, and I think it excel, like it actually like succeeds in being really fucking scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought the editing and the animation and all that was really really good. Uh, as for the story, mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like it got a little like heavy handed, like. I felt I felt like it was kind of like stop destroying the planet, mm-hmm. guys. Stop destroying the planet. Oh, like, like it, they pushed the message. It's just a little like too I, felt, much. I felt like it was a little too much. Where I'm just like, I get it. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, and it, it felt a little like, all right, I get it. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, you know, so yeah. I mean, that was that's kind of like one of my little issues with it. it. Was just like, all right, the messaging. Although I appreciate the message, and I, mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think it's a message worth saying, and especially that he had this message in 1997, and I feel like it's more prevalent now in 2020 yeah. than probably in the in 97. You know, like it's probably more important now. So it's it's an important movie, I would say, mm-hmm. or at least an important message mm-hmm. that he's that he's trying to convey. Um, and this movie still holds up. Yeah. After after like. It looks great. Yeah. I didn't like those little clicky fucking. Uh, the fucking. Whatever they're called. Ah. Uh, the little, white, the little white guys? Yeah, the Kudamas. I, oh, those. I didn't like the those. The fucking tree bobbleheads. <laughs> I didn't like those at all. I was like, what What are they doing? Did you like so their- So what are they? Their little butts? Uh, yeah, their butts were <laughs> cute, I guess. Um, I guess- They're spirits of the forest. Right, so like, but I guess they're like a conduit, is what I would say. Kind of. Where like they are kind of like the link mm-hmm. between humans and uh, nature. The forest, yeah. I mean, they're- they say in the film too, where it's like their whole purpose is that they show up when a forest is like thriving and happy. Yeah. So, and that's why too, like at the very, very last shot, like it shows back up again to let you know that like, hey, Mother Nature has like taken back like this land and yeah. everything's okay again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's another like metaphor really for like if you keep uh, the earth alive and you keep the forest okay, then like you'll sprout life. Right. 
Yeah, I but think you just didn't like their design. Yeah, I don't like they were. <laughs> I don't like all the clickiness of them and how their heads spin around. And yeah, I was like, eh. <laughs> they're they're a weird border between like they cute almost they, and creepy. Yeah, they almost have a face, but it's not really a face. Yeah, it's just three dots. I don't know. <laughs> they're not like. And then when they all go up in anyway. the trees no, and like they're all clicking yeah, they're, at the same time. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> yeah, um, I got a rough time with that one. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um... Uh, what else, Zach? Uh, Toki? Yeah. Did you like her as a character? It's all right. Yeah. She's all right. fine. You know what? She's actually, she's a, like a really important actor too. I, I don't remember, because I didn't put her in here. I don't remember like her actual name, but the voice actor for it plays Fish Mooney in Gotham. Oh. I never watched Gotham. I think Gotham. she was in Empire too. Never watched Empire. I don't watch TV shows. That's yeah. my thing. I don't watch many TV shows. That's where me and my girlfriend differ. She's like really big into TV shows and I'm big into movies. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd be like, hey, let's go watch this movie. And she's like, no, let's go watch this 18 hour series. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> where do you guys fall in miniseries though? What's, uh, where it know. could be a movie. Yeah, I guess in a way that's better, but I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, back to, back to this. <laughs> where do you movie. fall into the hateful eight miniseries <laughs> where it's just a couple of hours? <laughs> <laughs> um... I I didn't love the pacing of this movie. So mm-hmm. s- specifically, mm-hmm. I understand as to why it needed to, why we were there and, and the importance of it. But I also just didn't, I didn't, it just kind of bogged the movie down in my opinion was when he finally shows up to Irontown. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we we spent a little too much time. I appreciated how much detail he showed about how the town works and how they create their iron and how they how they you know how they live, how the society is a society. But I also was just like, all right, I'm a little bored. I I will agree with you a little bit there because like it does when you get to Irontown, it it does kind of like showcase more where he's kind of on Lady Abushi's side a little bit. Right. Even after finding out that like she was the one that basically fucked him over. Yes. And she's, he's still kind of like just there and still kind of like just talking with everybody and protecting them a little bit. And then like when San shows up, he ends up protecting like both of them. And I guess that's just his character values where like he just wants peace. Yeah. But like, it did like you did kind of stick around there a little too long, in my opinion. Yeah, in a weird way, this movie there isn't really a villain. Lady Ibushi, sort of, mm-hmm. but like not really. The demon because curses. It's, it's like everybody is kind of just in their own little ecosystem, mm-hmm. and they're all just trying to do what they want to do. And like you know, she's like, okay, I need to make more weapons mm-hmm. while the demons are like, fuck you. We're going to come in there and kill you guys. Cause you guys are destroying our, our ecosystem mm-hmm. by doing what you're doing. So it's more of like, there isn't really like an actual villain where it's like, she is, it's not like she's going out there to destroy because she hates them. Yeah. She it's just more wants like, to like industrial. Yeah. She's more. just trying to industrial. It's all about industrialization. And She's just not thinking about how it's affecting the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. While these guys are like, okay, she's you know she's killing plants and animals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We need to take her out. So that's kind of where the conflict begins, and the whole the whole 
demons are demons because like they're fueled on the hatred of humans. Yeah. So they're gods, but then like when they become so like they have so much hatred inside them, they form into demons. Right. Which is what ended up happening with Ototo. Right. The the boar god. The boar in the beginning, right? He basically is just like we're going to fucking destroy you. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's basically what he if, says. If anything, I think Jigo is like the the main villain because he wants to just take the head of the forest which is really weird because he was like a, a character he's, he's that kind of like a friend in the beginning yeah and he's kind of like just like hey let let me uh let me uh help you out and then all of a sudden he just becomes like i want to be the most powerful you're just yeah. like wait a minute <laughs> yeah and then he's got like these assassins and everything like yeah that, and, and he's like, kind of like i wouldn't call him a buffoon but he's like i don't know he's just like no i know like he he has like this weird kind of like character development where there's the beginning and the end result but no middle like to really connect the two and i get that and then his character design doesn't scream villain no he he has like that red nose like he drinks constantly yeah exactly and And i guess that's like what i was gonna i guess that's kind of like the best way to say it is like the way that they drew him is like he looks very just kind of like an idiot like the town idiot yeah but he's not no, he's actually very smart. Because he even says the line, too, where it's, like, towards the end when Lady Ibushi is going to, like, try and find the forest god and, like, yeah. follow Oshitaka and, and everybody there. Yeah. And he says, like, when you're going to kill a god, let someone else do your dirty work. Mm-hmm. So, like, he is smart. He understands, like, what he's doing. Yeah. It's just there is no middle portion to really drive home that he is the villain of the story. Yeah. And I will say, too, like, the one thing that I think is a little dated is the ape gods' designs. <laughs> it's yeah. specifically when, right after Oshitaku gets shot, and they're up on the hill, and you kind of get, like, almost the shadow look of the ape gods, and, like, they're just crudely moving. Like, that yeah. that was kind of, like, a little dated to yeah. me. And then even so, too, like, later on, when you actually get, like, the full frame of it, and it's just kind of, like three motions for it <laughs> which i guess he was just like we put money into, into everything. everything else <laughs> we put beautiful money into Be- like beautiful money beautiful <laughs> money into the wolf like snarling and smiling yeah but we don't have time for apes <laughs> <laughs> although i did like the apes like what they stood for yeah i thought it was pretty funny though because we give us the human so we can eat him <laughs> yeah it's like you don't eat humans. she was like what do you mean just like that's not gonna change anything and he's like we're we want to eat him still <laughs> <laughs> give us the girl too she's human <laughs> um yeah so uh what else zach i don't know I, this is your movie yes it is and it's a gorgeous movie. It is very pretty. They're basically dire wolves. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about the, the tree god now? Or not the tree god, the forest god? Yeah. Weird design again. But, like, very cool because it almost... To me, like, when it was killed, it was almost kind of like killing of a sacred deer. Not the movie, just, like, the term itself. Because you're killing this creature that, like, basically is god in this world right and i think like it was a really cool shot too like when it first came down and like it stepped and like you saw the plants grow and then immediately die when it stepped away Mm -hmm. and it becomes the night walker when the sun goes down and that's that was cool it was cool 
I, it looks really cool. It was very weird when its head got blown off <laughs> and it became the Nightwalker. Yeah. Which I feel like there's a time skip like yeah. when that happened because it <laughs> yeah. seems like they almost were like they went through the entire night. Right. And they had like minutes left to get at its head. Yeah. Um, I, I did like, though, how chaotic it turned. Yes. Like, the war, like, the all-out fucking war, like, everything's on fire, mm-hmm. and shit is just, like, hitting... You know, actually, before we get into that, though, mm-hmm. I really did like when Ashitaka... Yes. Uh, Good job. Yeah, thanks. He when, he... when when he would see the god, mm-hmm. the forest god, and it was, like, so heavenly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a really, really cool shot. Really, really beautiful, like, shots there. But, yeah, when, when shit hit the fan and they went into all-out war, mm. uh, that's really where I was like, I'm into this. Like, yeah. I really like that. Uh, it's just a lot of, like, the middle portion I didn't really care for too, too much. Mm. I don't know. Like, Ashitaka, get like, getting injured. Like, when he got shot in the fucking back and, like, a blew out of his chest. It, and, and then just, just he went, was like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, he just ate that shit and just kept going. And then, you know, he delivers uh, Mononoke into, like, the forest or mm-hmm. San into the forest and then whatever. And then he gets healed by the – it's not the wolf. It's – is it the wolf that, like, sucks the thing out of him? It's one of the animals that saves his life. No, it's the forest god. Oh, it is the forest yeah, god. Okay, he, like kisses his forehead. And, yeah, like, it, it kind of just saves him from uh, the bullet wound. Really weird. Um, yeah. Also weird too, where it's like in the beginning when you first meet San and like she's sucking out the poison of from a the bullet. neck. Yo, I was like, what is going on? Well, here? she's crazy like that. She's crazy. She's freaky. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, the the middle portion of like I didn't like. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't love. The establishing of the movie, mm-hmm. like the the character building and who these people are and what they stand for and all that, I didn't. I don't know why. I don't know what it was about it that that just just didn't. It just didn't connect with me. Mm-hmm. But w- it's absolutely necessary for the movie because you need to know what's going on. Yeah. So that's kind of like where I was just really bored. Honestly, okay. I was really bored. I was just like, all right, like. I'm bored. Like I, I, I like I like the opening. I like the opening scene. I like when people got their arms shot off and heads mm-hmm. popped off and whatnot. And then we kind of hit like a for me a pretty significant lull where it's mm-hmm. like establishing who the characters are. Blah 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 blah. Like let's okay, let's get through there. And then once we get into the forest and then shit starts hitting the fan, then I'm back in the movie again. Yeah. And I I, I can understand your point there. That's yeah. why like when because I've been wanting to do like a Studio Ghibli film for like the longest time now. But I was trying to pick one where it's like you would actually enjoy. Yeah, and for like, the most part, I do. I, yeah. I, I again, I don't hate this movie. I don't. I, I, I think. I think. Like, I think you think that I absolutely hate anime, and that's not the case. I know you don't. It's just I don't know anything about anime, so it's like I need to be introduced to it mm. to in order to you know to appreciate it. Yeah. And it's very daunting when I have you when you know that, nothing about anime, and you're like, uh, where do you start? Yeah, it's, I have a I have another one that I think you would really enjoy, but that'll be like later on down the road. Gotta, gotta, I'll I'll space out the, okay. the anime for um, you. So yeah, I mean, granted though, again, I. I didn't hate the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think it's a good movie, uh, but for me it was just like pacing. It was a, like a really big lull for me, and I was just kind of like waiting for because, I mean, you get the goods at the end of this movie. Like yeah. they, you, it it does escalate because at the you know you're at when you, when you show up in the movie you're at like the boiling point of mm-hmm. the movie where it's like. 
the humans and the animals are basically like about to go head to head and they're just kind of waiting for like the moment to strike yeah. and you're at that boiling point and the tension is building and building and building and it's just kind of like okay when is the straw going to break the camel's back but yeah for me it was just like a lot of like all right let's get let's get yeah, to no. that let's get to it you know no, I, but I once it. once it happens i mean it's you're great it. it's great yeah, yeah i'm into it that's why like i mean I love I love these films. Like they they have a special place in my heart just from like me growing up as like a teenager and yeah. like watching these every Saturday night. Yeah, I think that's kind of where the nostalgia aspect of it. I think that's play too. Yeah, I think that's exactly where I was gonna go with it. Where it's like if you grew up on this stuff and you know you you appreciate it probably mm-hmm. a lot more than me just because although I appreciate the filmmaking aspect of it and the, you know the the really beautiful animation and and all of that at the end of the day it's like a core story that like really really is what matters and although the story is is good i think the telling of it is a little the the you know the pacing of it's a little off mm-hmm. so and all i, I think i think a lot of people that come from it from a childhood standpoint and then they and then they watch it as adults they get a little blinded from that because it's just so nostalgic to them that they're like i love everything about it no i mean i i can i, I, I can pick a apart unbiased, you know? no i i get it like i can pick apart like where there are like things that are dated or like the story wise like it doesn't really make sense yeah but like at the same time too again it just sits you love it yeah it and sits in a perfect it is loop. it's you can't yeah and, take that away. And if anything, I appreciate the fact that like you at least like the shots and like the designs of everything. Yeah. And overall, you can get with like the story, even yeah. if it did kind of like it. T- it took a little while to get you there. Yeah. So you absolutely loved it. It was my favorite movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Goddamn right. Goodbye. Frank. There will be blood. <laughs> Next time on the podcast, we will be doing my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> I don't think we are. We should. You wouldn't. I don't. There's. It's one of those. You like, just said we're going to space out yeah. the, the anime. And, now you're and like, we will. <laughs> because a week is a space. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you would really enjoy that movie. Just because like it's more of just one of those movies where you're just there for two hours to like have fun and watch these kids play with this giant teddy bear basically. Yeah, I don't think I'll have a good time with yeah, that. Yeah, there's no villain. There's no conflict, really. Ugh. Other than their mom has cancer, I think. Oh. <laughs> there's always a dark side to yeah. Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah. Grave of the Fireflies is next. No, it's not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> Take us out, Yeah, Zach. cool. Thank you guys for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>